What's good, everybody? It's your girl, Taylor, with the Chronicles of She. Let's do this! It is with great honor to say, President Trump, you are out of here! You are fucked. You are exiled. You are toast. You are 100% completely F-U-C-K-E-D fucked. Ed in your own words, fired, motherfucker. Peace, see ya, what it wanna be ya. Boom, boom, hasta la vista, ha. Welcome to the Chronicles of She. As you all know, we got a new president and it is not Trump. It is none other than Joe Biden. I am so happy. I gotta tell you about the story that I gotta tell you the story of how I found out he was president. I was sitting in the dentist's office waiting to get my cleaning done. I was watching the TV. I was watching something called pet veterinary something. I was having, I was just enjoying watching the pigs and the puppies and then got a news alert. Flats across the street. Joe Biden is president. Yes. Oh, I screamed. I screamed so loud that the the, the lady that was checking that was gonna check my teeth came and asked me, "Are you okay?" It's like, "Yes, Biden is president." I'm so freaking happy. I was just, oh, woo, woo. <laughs> I was excited to get my teeth cleaned because it's been a while since I got my teeth done, you know. But this was better than someone looking in my mouth. This is epic. We are no longer under attack by this goofy orange skin motherfucker. He is out of the house at home. <laughs> oh, I twerked. I said if he lose, I was gonna twerk. And you know what? I'm gonna twerk again right now. I want a slim fine woman with some twerk with us. Twerk, 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 twerk with me. Twerk, 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 twerk with me. Twerk, 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 twerk. Mm. I said I was gonna twerk, and I did. I immediately when I got home, I twerked when I got in the door. Twerk, 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 twerk. Mm. Yes, it feels so good to have this motherfucker out the office, and he is in some deep, deep, deep shit. Let me tell you. But let's revel in the amazing news of our brand new president. Yes, 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 yes. Here we go. America has chosen Democrat Joe Biden as its 46th president. CNN projects turning at a time <laughs> at a time of national crisis to a man whose character was forced by aching personal tragedy and who is pledging to restore calm and truth after Donald Trump's exhausting and maniac single term. In a victory speech Saturday night in his hometown of Wilmington, Delaware, Biden said he was humbled by the trust America had placed in him and reached out to those Americans who did not vote for him. I understand the disappointment tonight. I've lost a couple of times myself, but now let's give each other a chance, Biden said. This is the time to heal in America. California Senator Kamala Harris, eh, his running mate, who will make history as the first woman the first black person the first person of south asian descent to become vice president noted the significance of her place on the stage saturday night while i may be the first woman in this office i will not be the last because every little girl watching tonight sees that this is a country of possibilities harris said earlier in the day the vice president elect posted a video on twitter of her victory call with joe biden 
We did it. We did it, Joe. You're going to be the next president of the United States. Trump, who was on the golf course when CNN and other networks called the race for the former vice president, has shown no indication that he intends to concede. While en route to his course in Virginia, he tweeted, I won this election by a lot. But Biden supporters, whose face masks reflected the extraordinary circumstances of a pandemic era, election poured into the streets across the country in a moment of catharsis to celebrate the president-elect's victory. After four years of Trump's incessant lies, bullying, and vilifications of his political opponents, the former vice president said he was running to restore the character of the nation and bring dignity back to the White House. Biden, who turns 78 at the end of this month, will become the oldest president when he is inaugurated in January amid the worst public health emergency in 100 years, the deepest economic slump since the 1930s, and a national reckoning on racism and police brutality that is still unresolved. His election will end Trump's tumultuous hold on Washington and condemn the Republican who has had a lifelong obsession with winning to the ranks of chief executives who lost after a single term. Former President Barack Obama released a statement that served as testimonial to the character of his former vice president and asked Americans to set aside their political differences and give him a chance. When he walks into the White House in January, he'll face a series of extraordinary challenges no incoming president has ever has a raging pandemic, an unequal economy and justice system, a democracy at risk, and a climate in peril, Obama wrote. I know he'll do the job with the best interests of every American at heart, whether or not he have their vote. The former president asked every American to give him a chance and lend him your support. The election results at every level show that the country remains deeply and bitterly divided, Obama said. It will be up to not just Joe and Kamala, but of each of us to do our part. To reach out beyond our comfort zone, to listen to others, to lower the temperature and find some common ground from which to move forward. All of us remembering that we are one nation under God. In cinematic twist, this in a cinematic twist, it was Biden's boyhood state of Pennsylvania that put him over the 270 electoral threshold and delivered the White House. Trump had held a wide lead over Biden on the night of the election, but as election officials accounted hundreds of thousands of mail-in ballots, the race shifted dramatically in Biden's favor, infuriating Trump and his allies, who knew the president's path to to the White House was over without the Commonwealth. That the Keystone State was the last hurdle in Biden's path to the White House was a fitting end to a hard-fought race given that the former vice president has long cultivated his image as middle-class Joe from Scanton. In a visit that now seems almost prophetic, prophetic, he had made a final trip to his childhood home in the city on election day after spending much of the campaign promising to prioritize the livelihoods of many working class voters whom Hillary Clinton lost to Trump in her 2016 bid. On one of the living room walls in the house where he grew up, he wrote, From this house to the White House with the grace of God, signing his name in the date, October 3rd, 2020. In the final days of the race, Biden's team redoubled their efforts to rebuild the Democrats' blue wall. And that gambit paid off with Biden winning Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, according to CNN projections, while holding Minnesota, which the president made a priority in re-election push. 
Biden will also win Nevada. CNN projects widening his electoral college lead as ballots continue to be counted around the country. Georgia could head to a recount if votes were still trickling in from Arizona, where Biden is maintaining an edge. Biden currently holds 279-214 margin in the Electoral College as he watched his hopes of re-election begin strangled with each trance of votes in Pennsylvania. Trump lashed out on Twitter during the tense vote count attempting to undermine Democratic institutions with demands like, STOP THE COUNT! Oh, geez, how very caring of you. The president falsely claimed the election was being stolen from him as many mail-in ballots, which were often counted after election date, votes landed in the column of his opponent. Facing a deeply polarized country, Biden had tried to project community and patience in his desire to unite America. There will not be blue states and red states when we win, just the United States of America, Biden said Wednesday afternoon. We are not enemies. What brings us together as Americans is so much stronger than anything that can tear us apart. Part of Trump's frustration stemmed from the fact that his campaign's finely tuned ground game did in fact succeed in turning out many more of the so-called hidden Trump voters than expected, making the race a much tighter contest than pre-election polls suggested. (coughs) Bitch, they thought they was coming into some fucking money. That's why they were with you. Trump continued to cast aspirations on, no, aspersions on the electoral progress, wrongly suggesting that there was something nefarious about the fact that the vote count in key states continues well after Tuesday night, as in customary in U.S. elections. Meanwhile, his team mounted a series of lawsuits in several states, including Pennsylvania, looking to stop vote counting in some areas while challenging how closely observers can monitor officials counting the votes in others. The Trump campaign also said it would demand a recent, no, a recount in Wisconsin where Biden led Trump by some 20,000 votes, even though historically a margin of the magnitude is unlikely to be reserved. The victory of Joseph Robinette Biden Jr., who forged a 50-year-old career as senator and vice president from his Delaware homestead, is a full circle moment that comes from more than 30 years after his presidential campaign. Biden's life of tragedy. He buried his first wife and his first daughter and his adult son, Beau, who died in 2015, survived two brain aneurysms and stayed in politics after two failed. Welcome back to the Queendom. Sorry about that. We had a few technical difficulties, but we are back with more tea on Joe Biden. Whoo, man, I'm I'm so excited. Okay, we left off on talking about what led him to, to the presidency and his backstory. Okay, here we go. The victory of Joseph Robinette Biden Jr., who forged a 50-year career as a senator and vice president from his Delaware homestead, is a full circle moment that comes more than 30 years after his first presidential campaign. Biden's life of tragedy. He buried his first wife and his first daughter and his adult son, Beau, who died in 2015, survived two brain aneurysms, and stayed in politics after two failed White House campaigns, shaped his image as a man of resilience and decency. Those qualities made him America's choice as a president, who could shoulder the grief of a nation traumatized by the loss of more than 234,000 citizens to COVID-19, with millions unemployed in an environment of intense economic uncertainty. 
Biden's victory means that Trump's rage-filled presidency, powered by his nationalism, toxic racial appeals, incessant lying, and assault on democratic institutions, may come to be seen as a historical aberration rather than a new normal. But Biden faces a huge task in uniting the country and in addressing America's disillusionment with establishment figures like him, which led to the current president's political rise as an outsider who was elected on a wave of populism in 2016. Biden is pledging to restore America's soul, which he says was compromised by Trump's divisive approach, and to purge the president's America first foreign policy and rebuild Washington's traditional position of global leadership. The Democrats dreaming of a New Deal style era of reform on health care, the economy, climate change, race, and possibly even expanding the Supreme Court will see their ambitions tempered by their lack of gains in the balance of power in Congress. The Democrats will maintain control of the House of Representatives, CNN projected Saturday, but Republicans fared far better than expected in many House races around the country. Within a divided government, much of Biden's energy will be focused on halting a pandemic that is getting worse. Health experts at the University of Washington's Institute for Health Metrics and Evaluation Project say the virus could claim nearly 4,000 Americans' lives by the time Biden is sworn in. A country weary of nearly a year of lockdown, separation from family and friends, and economic deprivation will need to be mobilized to adopt aggressive new steps to conquer a pandemic that Biden argued the Trump administration essentially gave up fighting. The much-anticipated arrival of a vaccine that experts hope would be widely available in 2021 is a potential ray of hope, though it will be many months before life is back to normal. That means that Biden's first year, the time when a new president's power is maximized, will be dominated by the coronavirus. And it remains uncertain whether Biden's pragmatic instincts, his lonely beliefs that a new era of cooperation is possible with Republicans, and his desire to preserve a winning coalition that included moderates and never-Trumpers could lead to early clashes with Democratic progressives. Biden's test is complicated by inheriting a political climate intensely polarized by Trump's presidency. After months of predictions by the president that the election will be rigged, Trump's supporters see the Democratic victory as illegitimate, confounding his hopes of forging national unity. A battle for the future ideological direction of the Republican Party between the president's partisans and more traditional conservatives in the post-Trump era could so further so further discord in Washington. And the chances that Trump will simply fade into history seem minimal given the real estate mogul's history of controlling the news cycle as he weaponizes his Twitter feed to settle political grievances. Biden's international aspirations also face challenges. The world has moved on during four years of American distraction. China has accelerated its power plays in Asia and around the world and a new Cold War looms. U.S. allies wonder whether America can be trusted anymore and how long the internationalist distortion in Washington will last confrontations with North Korea, Iran, Russia are even more acute than when President Barack Obama left office. Mr. Biden, you have a task in front of you. You have my blessings to rectify it. But you are already proving that you are a great man. You're honest and you have my full support. As for you, Trump, you already know what the fuck I think about you. (sighs) You are fucked.
as soon as you leave that White House, you got to go back to your hotel. But I wonder how much longer that hotel is going to remain open because of all those taxes you owe. And, well, in, in that meme, Melania is not wasting no time getting the fuck up out of there. Melania, while you're at it, get some divorce papers ready. <laughs> Baby, he's not going to have much money left once he's out of the White House, okay? Get it out. He's, he's not... He is not worth staying with. That man is not worth staying with. Okay? (laughs) Fuck that. Mm. Now, on to our first black woman elected VP, Kamala Harris. (sighs) It feels so good to say that. On the night Vice President-elect Kamala Harris made history, she recognized the long battle women have faced for the right to vote and to break into the highest ranks of American politics and said that every little girl watching across the country now knows they can do so too. In a speech Saturday night in Wilmington, Delaware, before she introduced President-elect Joe Biden, Harris also thanked black women saying they are often too often overlooked, but so often prove that they are the backbone of our democracy. While I may be the first woman in this office, I will not be the last, Harris said. Because every little girl watching tonight sees that this is a country of possibilities. And to get the children of our country, oh, and to the children of our country, regardless of your gender, our country has sent you a clear message. Dream with ambition, lead with conviction, and see yourself in a way that others might not see you. Simply because they've never seen it before. And we will applaud you every step of the way, she said. A history-making figure as the first woman, the first black person, and the first South Asian elected vice president, Harris began her speech with a nod to George Rep. John Lewis, the civil rights icon who died this year. Harris was the fourth woman to appear on a major political party's presidential ticket following Democratic vice presidential nominee Geraldine Farrell in 1984, Republican number two Sarah Palin in 2008, and Democratic nominee Hillary Clinton in 2016. She is the first to win. In her speech, Harris also expressed her gratitude to Biden and his family, thanking the president-elect and his wife Jill Biden for welcoming our family into theirs on this incredible journey. She also mentioned Beau Biden, the president-elect's late son, who Harris first got to know when they were state attorney generals. Harris recognized a new generation of women who cast their bows in 2020 and remembered her mother, Samala Gopan Harris, who immigrated to the United States from India as a young woman. When she came here when she was 19, she could, have, she could not have imagined this moment, Harris said, of her mother, who died in 2009. But she believed in an American, an American, this in America where moments like this are possible. I'm thinking about her and about the generations of women, black women, Asian, white, Latina, and Native American women throughout our nation's history who have paved the way for this moment tonight, she said. Women who fought and sacrificed so much for equality, liberty, and justice for all, including the black women, who are too often overlooked but so often prove that they are the backbone of our democracy. She wore a white suit, a nod to the suffragettes 100 years after women's constitutional right to vote was guaranteed. Tonight, I reflect on their struggle, their determination, and the strength of their vision to see what can be, unburdened by what has been, and I stand on their shoulders, Harris said. And what a testament it is to Joe's character that he had the audacity to break one of the most substantial barriers that exist in our country and select a woman as his vice president. Oh, that was so beautiful. So beautiful. 
girl, Miss Kamala Harris, it is an honor to have you as our vice president. I love you. I love you so much. Oh, I'm fangirling right now. This is this is amazing. I I love her so I love her so much, man. And I can't wait to see all the plans that she has for us. Mm-hmm. And this is for the little girls of the world. Little black girls, Asian girls, white girls. We gonna make it. We got her. She is who to look up to. <sighs> mm. Alright. Um, <laughs> now you already know I gotta have a little jokey joke on here. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All weekend long, I was... <laughs> I was trolling the shit out of Trump and the uh, Facebook stays coming up with these fucking memes, man. I got to read y'all some. <laughs> y'all remember smudge? <laughs> smudge. Ooh, baby's coming. Baby's coming with the hard hits. Okay. This is one from Leonard Suggs. This is called, okay. This is what he had to say. <laughs> We will win this country back. How you gonna win when you ain't right within? <laughs> oh man, he's got a little Kente cloth hat on while he's saying it. Oh shit. <laughs> y'all is y'all is some petty motherfuckers. Oh, I'm here for it. Okay, what else did everybody say? Oh shit. Oh, we're going back to the color purple reference. Oh, here we go. You told Joe to beat me. <laughs> oh, that was this is from Shank Barber. Oh shit. <laughs> oh this is a little scary looking though. Oh shit. Damn. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> shit. Mm. Oh, here's one with Barack Obama. This is from my my boy Brian Newby. Oh shit! Oh, one term couldn't be for me. LMAO. Oh shit! Oh, <laughs> Michelle snatched that photo right quick. Like the fuck you doing? Mm, no, dude, we can't be doing that shit. Ah. <laughs> All right, who else is on the petty train today? Mm-hmm, man. Yeah, I think we got a full fucking house up in here. Where the fuck is y'all? Come on. <laughs> Come on. I know you out here somewhere. Shit, I need to punch y'all tickets. I need to punch y'all's tickets. Oh, oh, here's the here's the motherfucker right now. At real Donald Trump. Shit lame as fuck. So are you, bitch. Yeah, we already know. Oh, shit. Uh-oh. Oh, mm. oh, um. Since Ice Cube, Lil Wade, and 50 Cent decided to endorse. Oh, yeah. We all, we gonna be on your asses. This is from Dennis Talbert. Where are you, where Lil Wade and them at? I forgot y'all asses. Ooh. Ooh, grandma, grandma's pissed. Yeah, oh, she got the gun. Oh, yeah, we gonna be looking for y'all's asses. Woo! Oh, Ricky Raccoon, house party tonight in my new crib. DM for Addy. <laughs> 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 oh, 
Oh, she, oh, mm, this one's from Nick Hammond. Nick, Nick Hickman. Because you ain't leaving without a fight. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, damn, they did a good job with this picture. Shit, it, almost, it doesn't look like him. Shit. Look at him dragging his ass out. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, y'all is wrong. <laughs> ah! Oh, that's too fucking good. Y'all, y'all is, y'all is some savage. Y'all some fucking savages, and I love it. I love it. Mm. Oh, shit. Mm, look what this motherfucker posted. Georgia will be a big presidential win as it was the night of the election. Shut the fuck up. You lost. Deal with it. You start to pack your shit. Because Joe going Joe. Shit, Joe is going to need it. Oh, no. <laughs> Y'all just went too fucking far. You gave him the fucking carrot haircut. <laughs> oh no! No! Oh, y'all gave this fucker the carrot haircut. Oh shit! Oh! too good <laughs> oh mm. see I told I knew tonight was gonna be on some fuckery and some truth telling oh lord mm. we got the ex-wifey coming forward about her ex-hubby mm, I want to know what it was like being married to it Ivanka Trump tells the hill ex-husband is not a good loser Hmm. Oh, get your teacups. Let's get into it. And Ivanka Trump says her ex-husband, President Trump, is not a good loser. He doesn't like to lose, so he's going to fight and fight. Trump's first wife, who was married to the then New York real estate developer for nearly 15 years before divorcing in 1991, said in an interview with People Published Monday. The president is said to be unlikely to concede the election after multiple news outlets called the race for his Democratic opponent, Joe Biden, on Saturday. Despite lack of evidence, Trump, Trump alleged prior to and following the November 3rd election that it was subject to massive voter fraud and corruption due to an increase in mail-in voting because of the coronavirus pandemic. He's vowed to pursue legal challenges to the election results in key battlegrounds. Ivanka Trump's description of her ex-husband is similar to how the commander-in-chief has characterized him. In July, in a July interview, Trump told Fox, Fox News Channel's Chris Wallace, I'm not a good loser. I don't like to lose, he said at the time. I just want this whole thing to be over with one way or another, Ivana Trump. Oh, it's Ivana, not Ivanka. I'm sorry. Ivana Trump told People, the 71-year-old former interior designer who penned a 2017 book about raising her and Trump's three now-grown children added, I really don't care. Trump, mother to Ivanka, Donald Jr., and Eric said she expects her kids to relocate to New York and live normal lives following their father's presidential term. 
I think they enjoy being around Donald and running the election and seeing what will happen. But now it is, thank God, over, Trump said. I'm not really sure what they're going to be up to. Wow. Oh. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, she just penned a lot of fucking truth here. She just penned a lot of truth. Go, girl. Go, girl. Mm. See, mm. I like her. I like her. I respect for her. Good kudos for dumping that motherfucker. Because you dodged a motherfucking bullet. And, oh, you know what? I'm going to... All of that, I'm going to roast Lil Pump's ass. Saying he going to lead the country if he's not elected. Bye! Go live at the Trump Towers, motherfucker. You and your multiple color, multiple color hair. You look stupid as fuck. Okay? You only got one fucking hit. You and Kanye, you only got one fucking hit with him. You only got one hit with him. So, okay, so don't... So don't... So don't fucking sit here... <laughs> say, oh, I'm gonna leave. like, we don't care. Take your ass with Trump to the Trump motherfucking towers. I don't give a flying fuck. I don't. Get the fuck on out of there. Good gosh. (laughs) I hate talking about politics, but this needs to be talked about because I am happy as fuck that that motherfucker is finally out of the house begin again oh happy day oh happy day yes oh shit now now i took it too damn far now (laughs) got michael coming out of me oh well that's all for tonight, y'all. I'll be back next week with some more tea and Hennessy. As always, it's been great talking shit with you and keeping it real on the Chronicles of She. Peace. <laughs>